Matt Mosley with um, head coach Dave Aranda uh, on Monday on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Dave, let's get right to it. I think uh, a very important aspect of this game the other night. Uh, have you seen tape of Apu's River Dance? I have. You know, we're we're addressing that today about you know it's probably not the best time to have dances on the sideline of a critical <laughs> game, and so I think that's something that uh, as a team we can we can do better at. Okay, he, and he's saying this with a smile, by the way, because it was for a big man. You have to. It was pretty nice. I mean, you kind of have to admit that. You know, after uh, we win the Big Twelve championship. It'd be great to pull out that dance, but I just think in the middle of a game, it's probably I got not you. appropriate. I got you. It did lead Sports Center, by the way. It was, I think, it was Scott Van Pelt. All right, maybe you didn't want it to. Um, I would think, knowing you and being a defensive coach, and knowing your how much possessing the ball and getting the ball is such a huge deal to what you do. Being plus three at halftime and being down 14 nothing, that has to be a new one on you. And I would just think that part of that has to drive you nuts. Is that accurate? Yeah, I think, you know, I look at defensively. I think we can be, um, we can be better at details. We can be better at uh, defending the run. I think that is something in the last two weeks that, um, that is going to take a real strong approach from us as coaches and a real strong um, buy-in with us as players. And then I think offensively to, to take advantage of those minus fields and to take advantage of the extra possessions is something that we just have to capitalize on. We talk about complementary football. And so that's, that, you know, up to, up to uh, Saturday, that is something that we had really excelled at. And so we have to get back on track with it. Yeah, and you you made an interesting point earlier about how you, you do have some unbelievable individual players and you want to get back to that team defense. But, I mean, some of the hitting the other night, I mean, you see some of that, and I know it has to get you fired up. I guess the, when you look for positives in a game like that, the first half, I know you didn't want to – I mean, I'm sure looking at the film was, was tough for that. But to see the guys – I mean, that, that game could have gone a different direction. And you're 17-14 in an ugly – game where you haven't accomplished really much of anything what you wanted to on offense. I mean, part of that has to tell you in a hostile environment, that to me would be the positive part of it. Yeah, I think the last two weeks you can see the grit and you can see the fight and you can see the belief and the um, the commitment to you know your brother. You can see that. And I think, you know, along with that, we have to bring attention to detail and discipline and, um, you know, um, really find focus uh, and keep our focus on the focus. And so I think those are things that we're talking about and working on this week. Um, talking to Dave Aranda on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. Um, I, 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 I want to say first, before I bring this player up, he's had an unbelievable year. And so this has to be a a tricky thing for you. Matt Jones, uh, linebacker, the other night, I was watching you on the TV broadcast. Uh, he gets called for, I think, 15-yard penalty there, uh, and you basically, from your body language, just like keep him off the field, even though he has really been one of your best players this season. Um, was that – it didn't look like it happened on the tackle, and I know it's so close quarters. 
was it just is and I know you're trying to get those guys to stop doing things like that is that jawing what what exactly happened over there yeah I think on the the ensuing tackle that was on the sideline there was there was jawing back and forth there was pushing off of people there was balls thrown at people there's just a lot of extracurricular that really you know is not football that that has no place in a game like that and and is something that we totally control you know outside of uh, maybe what an opposing player does outside of maybe what a ref will say or do we can control our actions and our emotions and that's something we just have to be better at yeah, and and that's that's an interesting. You have these phrases that you kind of introduce us to, and I think it's uh, competitive maturity is one of the things you talk about. And and I remember even like very early in the season, maybe the first NFL game, you showed some of your players. So I'm sure that's when you say I'm going to hold up with my coaches and think, is there some more we need to get through their minds? What are the repercussions? I hear you sometimes go, we have some repercussions for that. Is that Taking away playing time, I mean, the old school way would be running them like crazy. Is it a combination of that kind of thing when they mess up like that? It is. Yeah, I think playing time is the end of the line. And I think, you know, I, I just think, I just feel for so many guys, right, um, football a lot of times is an avenue to get all of this stuff out. And uh, I've got it all in. I'm holding it in throughout the day or throughout the week, and I'm letting it all out. And I think, you know, it's healthy a lot of times to do that. But I think we have to build it to know where the edge is, what is over the edge, right? What hurts the team, what helps the team. And um, for us to build a play as a team is going to be central to winning these next couple of games just because the, the, the quality of our league, the, the fights that are, that are week in and week out in our league. You know, you look at these last two games, we got a fair amount of more of these coming our way, and we can't be playing two opponents. We've got to be playing just one. Okay, and when you finally kind of broke through, that fourth and two play was huge and kind of brought you back. What were your, I think as fans and media, everybody makes too much of halftime adjustments. You only have so much things you can do. But you obviously needed to get something going on offense. What was the, without giving too much away, what was the biggest adjustment you made? It did seem like you said like the safeties were coming down and somebody was always kind of coming in unblocked. What, what do you think was the, the biggest adjustment that at least allowed you to finally have a little breathing room? Well, um, that's a good, really good question. So throughout the game, you're always making adjustments on the sideline. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, and so there was a fair, uh, really strong discernment of what was what. And so going into halftime, there was really some good uh, back and forth. I think empty was something that came out of that as a way to, you know, um, really ID what the coverage was, what the, what the rush was, and then using Gary as a runner um, and getting Gary out of the pocket to, again, use him as a runner. Uh, they were outnumbering us, and so when the quarterback is used, we can outnumber them. And then I think it was getting into formations that allow for an easier crack um, at that second level for that safety. Um, and then having certain people do that block, uh, we were struggling with others to accomplish that block. And then the final piece would be to, um, to connect on a deep ball, which we were able to, which I think is really the, you know, the old school method of if guys are creeping in is to throw it over the top. 
and then they'll back up because they'll recognize that there's a bunch of grass behind me. And that was it. And we were able to accomplish better running lanes after that completed pass uh, to Drew Estrada, I believe, uh, after that because the cover softened. Isn't that kind of remarkable when a guy like Drew, who hasn't played a ton for you, I mean, he shows up in a hostile environment like that, performs to that level, and one of those adjustments was kind of a nice, slick little move on his part. I mean, those were not just, okay, let's throw it up and hopefully he'll get it. I mean, big-time adjustments on the football. Mm -hmm. He's got that ability. You know, when you sit down and you meet with him, you know, he doesn't get flustered by very much. So you appreciate that just about his personality, his character. You know, he wants to be in those moments. All right, um, big game coming up. Uh, this is, uh, you know, they're all big. I mean, it's funny how we're like, oh, this is a huge game, or this is the season-defining game, and we can say that pretty much every week. Um, but in the media, we like the game we're focused on. This is the biggest game ever, Dave, in Baylor history. Um, so West Virginia, though, with Neil and, you know, they kind of caught everybody's attention by taking OU to the wire. Now everybody's taking it. You, to your point, Every team in this conference is getting taken to the wire. It's not like, oh, there's a team that just seems like they're going to run away with it, which I'm sure is a good message to your guys. Hey, we're not out of this thing at all because we've lost one. Um, I thought you said something interesting in there. I, I, when I think of West Virginia, I think of – I have nightmares about like those – is it the Sills brothers? Or I mean, they're just monster – you know, there's fast defensive tackles. You said maybe the Stars – aren't there as much as sort of they're playing more as a team. But to take a team like Oklahoma and hold them to whatever it was, like 16 points basically, that's, I mean, that's sort of unheard of. Last year in watching them, there was, you could, you know, um, there was, um, and this could be COVID-related last year too, and this was, it was certainly COVID-related for us, I think, in, in, a, in uh, retrospect, but, there was at times a sense of independent contractors and uh, for them a lot of positive plays as a result of it. But it was difficult to kind of pin down, hey, this is this or this or that is that because of just the um, coming out of responsibilities, making plays, right, and, and all of it. Where this year it's much more, you know, there's better stances, better, better technique, um, there's more cohesion. Right. And so you could tell the coaching effort on that side has really taken hold. All right. Um, when you all arrive for the bear walk Saturday, um, you're usually pretty focused. You all have nice suits on. By the way, you, you, your suit game, is that that's like a sponsored type deal? You all have like an arrangement or are those your own suits? No, that's like a Mervyn's type deal. I didn't know there is a Mervyn's. But it would be, if there was, it would be a Mervyn's. You all look pretty sharp. Yeah, yeah, when, when you arrive and, and everything. By the way, the next time you arrive, look over there. There's a new, like, gold truck with a trailer behind it, and they have Dr. Pepper floats. How about that? Yeah, I don't know if that's what, something you want to do pregame, but it's it's something you might, yeah. David, do you have any questions for Coach before we – okay, all right. There he goes, Dave Aranda, on his weekly or biweekly, whatever, uh, visit with the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank I've you. never I've never done one that short with you. I was I've <laughs>